0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, August 11th. I hope that your week's going well. And uh, the markets, you know, they've been kind of bouncing around a little bit. We've got some big economic news coming out today as far as will give us a little indication of inflation. Anticipation is going to be a big number. We'll have to wait and see what that comes out here in just a few minutes. But remember, we're going to talk to Dave in a second. He always has some insight into these big macro numbers. Um, we'll look at some companies. Before we do all that, though, remember that, uh, folks, there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. With the volatility that we continue to see, it makes it even that more much more important as we get closer and closer to retirement you don't know what your risk number is and you don't know how much risk you have in your current portfolio, please, please give us a call. A63-382-0037. Again, that's A63-382-0037. With that, hey, we got Dave joining us next.
1: AFM. <laughs> yes. Really here, just sometimes we're, solving the world's problems on the phone before we get on the air. Let's do it on the air for a change, shall we? Checking in on your finances, what's happening on Wall Street. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, I'm sorry, I was cracking jokes and my record ran out. How are you this morning?
0: All right, man. Rush, rush, rush. Hey, not a problem. We uh, we, we know pretty much what's happening, at least uh, economically today.
1: Yeah, and it's good news for a change. What a concept. Something came actually in At or better than we expected. Consumer price index reports this morning up a half a percent from last month. That's exactly what the market expected. 5.4% inflation is more than we'd like to have, but the market's not surprised because it's pretty darn close to what they expected, I gather.
0: Well, that's true, and it's better than what it was last time at like nine-tenths of a percent. So um, you got to like that change, too. And then core CPI, um, the things that uh, they think we, we have to buy. Um, Did uh, go down just a tad compared to what they thought it was going to be. They expected four tenths of a percent increase. It only increased three tenths of a percent. So uh, I find there's some some good news there.
1: Actually, yes. And, uh, you know, the core, for definition's sake, it gets rid of stuff like groceries and the like, which uh, we crack wise about being elective and all of that. But in reality, the core does get rid of some of the stuff that uh, has wild price swings sometimes due to uh, short-term variances. So the core is actually maybe a better measure of what the real total inflation is that underlies the economy as a whole. Nobody likes seeing the price of steak go through the roof. But we also know it's relatively temporary and consequently it's going to inflate the uh, total figure a little bit. So while we make fun of the what they call the core, that actually is really good news because the underlying stuff that has a relatively stable marketplace for it was going up slower in price than we expected it to.
0: Yeah, that's right. And so that's, that's kind of some good news there. And the, and the indexes are kind of liking it. They, you know, When I first started watching them this morning, um, the S&P and the NASDAQ were actually negative. The Dow was slightly positive. And now we've gotten to everything positive uh, on the index side
1: anyway. Yeah, that was the thing. We were kind of expecting to be a market mover this week. So I guess the reaction is good to see. Tidbits floating through the bunch. Uh, I have noticed you and I have been kind of talking about cryptocurrency as being the uh, thing you put your gambling money in on. Well, if you gambled on the wrong server, somebody stole $600 million in cryptocurrency from one of the big clearinghouses. houses. Hackers are even getting into the hacker's form of money these days. If you put some money into this one clearinghouse for cryptocurrency, you might want to check your balance. It could be gone this morning.
0: Yeah, you know, that's still some of the issue is that uh, with crypto is that there's still some, some issues on, you know, where do you store it? How do you keep it? Um, and how do you keep it safely? And obviously, there's still some issues out there that have to be worked out
1: evidently yeah well the whole beauty of cryptocurrency to the standpoint of people that are concerned about trackability is the fact that cryptocurrency is dang close to being untrackable well that's fine if you want to keep your money under wraps but it also makes it real hard to get back when it gets stolen because you can't track it when it gets stolen either so there's kind of two edges to every blade on that aren't there
0: yeah absolutely so yeah, that is the case it's kind of ironic right that the reason that you get it is to to be able to have it non-traceable. Somebody steals it, well, it's non-traceable, you can't go find it.
1: Yeah, you kind of lose both ways. You had a tidbit out that I found really interesting and its a level of, I don't know whether irony is the right term or not, right after we uh, shut down permits for a bunch of pipelines, Biden administration is asking OPEC to, hey, would you mind doing us a favor and pump out a little more oil?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, this is just like hypocrisy at its fullest, right? We see the White House shutting down Pipelines giving it, making it harder and harder for people, companies in the U.S. to produce oil. And what do they do? They go to OPEC and say, "Hey, look, gas prices get a little high. We we need oil production to be boosted um, to help lower um, gas prices." And so um, they've, uh, you know, OPEC had already agreed over the next year to to slightly reduce or, or increase production, but now they want them to increase it more. Uh, For their own benefit. I mean, right now, roughly um, the average gas price is more than what we have here, but about three point uh, about three dollars and 20 cents a a gallon, which is a dollar more than what it was last year. And let's just face it. Last year was supply and demand. Nobody was moving around this country. Therefore, there was excess supply. And that's what drove the cost down so much. But oil is heading down this morning. It's, uh, you know, it's down over one percent this morning.
1: Understood. Yeah, the the logic of cutting back the production sources, and I whenever that topic comes up on social media. Uh somebody, some genius always pops in, well, yeah, but all those oil sands stuff was all getting shipped over to Japan. That's right. But you've got to keep in mind, petroleum is a world market in the process. And if the supply to Japan is higher then Japan's buying elsewhere, uh, you know, less from elsewhere, and we've got less pressure on the price. So, yeah, it's all a global market. Where it ends up doesn't matter half as much. The bottom line is we aren't producing as much as we used to, and now we're finding ourselves going overseas and asking for more. That's right, begging almost. Uh, Yeah, I don't like that term, but it's not an inaccurate one either. Uh, Politics news, the infrastructure bill that the Republicans and Democrats agreed to got by the Senate yesterday. Now the uh, machinations begin in the Senate to try to push that one that only the Democrats want. Now we've got both of them heading in the direction of the House and Speaker Pelosi is saying she won't even bring the compromise bill up for a vote until the Senate passes that great big Democrat only one. So, yeah, probably I'm looking at the odds against either one of them getting through now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the infrastructure bill may have some good stuff in it, but overall, when you think about it, at this point, we have spent over $5 trillion in the matter of uh, basically 18 months. So, you know, maybe, just maybe, we need to not... uh, You know, maybe we need to pull back spending a little bit and let's just kind of let everything settle and see exactly where we really are.
1: Which is why you and I could never successfully run for office.
0: Uh, That's right. We're too level headed and understand what needs to happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Plus, we aren't campaigning for votes. I just, (laughs) (laughs) sisters. (laughs) I was updating yesterday on Wall Street. I looked at my calendar and I got like 267 quarterly reports coming up from the companies that are trading. Anything caught your eye from the, uh, from the uh, public sector that uh, we'd recognize the names on?
0: You, you know, we have a couple and we've got some couple with some pretty big uh, hefty increases in stock price. And we've got one with a dramatic drop in stock price. So um, let's just kind of go through them. Uh, in no order. But we have Wendy's reported. Uh, Wendy's uh, beat on both the top and bottom line for the second quarter. They earned about 27 cents a share, which was nine cents better than expected. Obviously, same store sales are better because people are returning to eating in-person dining, which is always good uh, for business. And So they're trading up uh, a little over 4%, about 4.2% this morning uh, before we get going. The um, You were talking about, uh, you know, cryptocurrency and, and exchanges. Well, Coinbase reported. Um, Coinbase. They, the,
1: the first big ones to really get into the crypto market from a consumer standpoint, too.
0: They are. And I think they're, they're the only one I know of is publicly traded right now. And they just came out last year. So um, they, they came out and beat significantly by well over a dollar a share. Came out like $3.45 um revenue was ahead of expectations too they uh they saw their trading operation get this um two billion dollars up from about 1.78 last year so uh or 178 last year so so good for them on their trading volume up 21 percent uh for the quarter so i mean they just were hitting it out of the park up 4.3 percent this morning cool they
1: the, um, by the way were the clearing house that got hacked just to be able to reassure uh, good, good. everybody.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. So let's look at a big, 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 big loser today, Dave. And that would be, it's called WW international, but that is not the wrestling guys. That is the weight watcher people, right? The weight watcher ah. company. Um, their stock tumbles dramatically as they fell short of revenue and profits. Um, they earned a, a, about $0.48 cents a share. Dave, that was $0.17 cents less than what was expected. That was, that's a big deal.
1: Um, something, something tells me Oprah needs to schedule another interview with Prince Harry.
0: Needs to do something because they're yeah. down this morning 25.2% right now. Ouch. Yeah. That guess is the- um, big.
1: I guess the market must figure we've lost all the weight we plan on losing after the shutdown, huh?
0: Or we've just all given up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, hey, here's one I didn't expect. Uh, f- uh, I think you say a Fubo TV. Um, uh-huh. They, uh, you know, they're, they're in the streaming business. Their expectation is to be focused on sports and being able to stream sports. Um, they lost 68 cents a share. And that was more than anybody expected. They were expected to lose about 51 cents a share. Um, So I I suspected I would see them in the negative today. However, they're getting a really big bounce because they came out and gave um, upbeat forecast for the current or the rest of this year, really doubling a full-year revenue number that everybody had expected. Uh, They're trading up this morning 15%.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I think, I think, I suspect with all of the uh, regional sports networks FUBO has on their, uh, in, in their corral, probably the fourth quarter of the year, probably, and the third quarter too, probably will be okay for them. The summer was kind of a doldrum if you're going to talk sports.
0: Well, that, that's true. I uh, sure hadn't really thought of it from that standpoint. But uh, yeah, the, the fall sports, uh, college sports and stuff will start to pick up. Um, hey, the last one I have for you is Poshmark. Poshmark is a, um, a reseller, uh, a second-hand retail operation. Um, they lost four cents a share, which was two cents better than expected. Um, their revenue topped estimates. Their f- current quarter was, um, uh, uh, their expectations are a little below what everybody had forecasted. Um, and here's the deal. Poshmark came out and said, look, with Apple's new privacy controls, It's going to be more difficult for us to advertise and and get in front of the right people when we want to advertise this stuff. So uh, they are getting hit this morning down 7% this morning after being down five and a half yesterday. So that's what uh, 12 almost uh, well at 12% or decline in two days.
1: Poor babies. If the only reason you can't make it is because you can't get easily onto my iPhone, I can't feel too badly for you.
0: No, really. And, and they will open at a new 52-week load, Dave, right now at $30.70. Mm. Pretty
1: low, yeah. That's, that's the Time to find a new ad method, I guess. I guess uh, so. Exactly. Setting the table yesterday, kind of a mixed bag on the markets. The blue chips were up. The uh, more adventurous indexes down. Dow was up by 163 points. S&P was up by another four and a half, but NASDAQ lost 72. I suspect some of that was the interest rate to yield increases on federal bonds. After a good inflation report this morning, 45 minutes early. Philip, what are we heading for today?
0: Right now we're getting some, uh, again, green numbers when it comes to the indexes. We have the Dow up uh, not quite two-tenths of a percent, about $57. Same, the the S&P 500 up just barely over a tenth of a percent, really, up $6. And the NASDAQ's up about a third of a percent. So um, looking on the upside there, at least right now, it's a mixed bag when we look at the commodities. We've got silver basically flat right now, gold's up uh, about six-tenths of a percent. Still well below $1,800 an ounce at 1742 And then crude oil is heading down from the close yesterday, but I think it's really about where it was when we talked yesterday morning. Um, it's at uh, down a, a 1% at 6756 a barrel right now.
1: That does sound a lot like the range we were at there. It is, happens to be up, though, from my delayed quote, though, so I don't like the trend early in the morning. Overseas markets, uh, Asian rim generally up fractionally at the close this morning. Europe also up fractionally halfway through their day. No big moves to report in either ones, but it's green ink for the most part. Getting advice for making sure retirement works in the ups and downs of the market takes more than just a, a laptop, computer, or a cell phone. It takes somebody with their finger on the market's pulse. That's where I get with you. How do I find you to get that idea as to where I can plan my retirement?
0: And then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highland's News Talk, 730.
1: Hey, and back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. You have a great day, all right? All right, man, you too. Appreciate it. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: Hey folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that you are having a great day. Remember, we want to be here as a resource, anything dealing with your 401k, your retirement, your IRAs, any way that we can be of assistance. Please don't hesitate to give us a call. 863 382 0037. Have a great day. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye now.